Hey everyone, this is Jeff. Aaron will join me later in the episode, but welcome to Campfire. In this episode, we have a special live recording to share with you. I captured it during a session at Rebel U that I facilitated recently. Rebel U is this great day of professional learning that's designed specifically for Godfrey Lee public school teachers. Awesome event. I've been invited in the past and I was really happy to go back this year. The title of the session is No More Dead Air, Using Podcasting in the Classroom. So it's a session about podcasts. We've been really meta on Campfire recently, making podcasting the subject of our episodes. But you know what? We talk about what we know and we talk about what we want to. So there you go. I plucked out a clip to share with you from the session from when the group engaged with an article from The Atlantic titled The Value of Using Podcast in Class by Michael Godsey. You can grab the link in the show notes if you want, and I'll give it to you later in the episode. I appreciated how the group engaged deeply with the text and the thoughts that they shared on how they might apply their learning to their own classrooms. I hope you enjoy listening and... I've tried to build in some learning opportunities for you to engage in actively yourself, if you're up for it. I hope you are. All right, here it goes. take a second to introduce myself. My name is Jeff Gerlach. I am an instructional design coach with Michigan Virtual. I'm really excited to be here today for two reasons. Um, uh, it's, it's a tremendous opportunity to connect with uh, a lot of faces that I, I haven't seen before. Meet you, understand your wants, needs, interests, and see if I can help out a little bit. Two, um, I love podcasts. Maybe a little bit uh, too much. So I've ne- I have not done a session on podcasts before, first time. Uh, so I'm really excited with the content, and I'm excited to to kind of share some of my thoughts and learn uh, alongside of you. So we set up the Padlet, and let me just open that up real quick. Again, this is what the Padlet looks like if you haven't been able to get into that. I love this new format because it lets me just kind of set up like different questions uh, that we can answer and we can respond to throughout the the session and share some resources right alongside of it. But what brought you to what brought you to this session today? We can talk to one or two folks in the room if if you really care to share. Yeah, I didn't write it on the padlet, but it's kind of twofold. One, um, my buddies and I have always talked about how it would be awesome to have a podcast. Yeah, you know, after we watch football for a couple hours, we think we're hilarious. Yeah, and um, and then I more uh, specifically though, I teach EL students, and I think this would be a really great way for them to practice their speaking. Okay. It's a, a safe environment for them to practice over and over again. Yeah. So I think it's really helpful. Awesome. So you have an interest in it yourself? I, and then um, the uh, specific like uh, um, professional interest with your kids see a really oper- good opportunity there. Cool. Thanks for sharing. What's your name? Dave. Dave. Thanks, Dave. So some of uh, the goals that I've uh, set up for the session today. We're going to take a close look at exploring together. Um, podcasts that are out there, how can you take advantage of uh, podcasts that other people are creating? Um, how can you um, uh, locate 
podcasts that are of interest to you, both personally, professionally, um, and uh, especially for your students, and how can you manipulate them a little bit into a learning design? The Roughly the second half of our time together, we're going to be analyzing how podcasts can be used as learning. And when I say as learning, what I'm saying here is the creation aspect of it. How can creating podcasts be a powerful learning experience, either for yourself, for your colleagues, or for your students? And then kind of an ongoing goal um, that uh, kind of is, is an umbrella over the, the first two. Um, consider the opportunities podcasting presents for you, your students, and your colleagues. So, it, you know, I'm going to take a look at, hey, here's some podcasts for learning. Here's some ways that you can ma manipulate them into your learning designs. Um, and, and then we're going to also take a look at, like, creating podcasts um, and, and things of that nature. But ongoing, um, feel free to uh, break away from that if something doesn't fit into those two, um, those two buckets. Do press for application. Um, ask me questions, ask each other questions, um, and really take advantage of, uh, of your learning opportunity that you have here today. Any questions on the session goals before we get rock and rolling on them? Okay. So the first thing that we're going to take a look at is, um, is the podcast for learning. Um, podcasts to listen to and ways that we can learn from them. The first thing I'd like you to do is click on that link, and I think that this is slide, what slide is this here? This is slide six. So we're on slide six. Um, uh, click on that link that says, The Value of Using Podcasts in Class by Michael Godsey. Um, what, what, uh, what I'd like you to do is read for no more than three minutes of the, uh, this article. So the, the focus isn't full consumption of the article itself. It's just to kind of get your thoughts going. Um, bring your bring your mind to your classroom. Bring your mind to your uh, your teaching and learning setting. Um, as you read, note some golden lines. Everyone's on devices, so if you just want to copy it to your clipboard and hold on to it and, and paste it into the Padlet, which is the next step there, you can do that. But the criteria for golden lines here is just what what is of interest to you. What stands out to you as something that's important or maybe just um, something new that challenges your thinking? Roughly about three minutes, I'll let you know that three minutes have passed. And at that point, feel free to turn to a neighbor and, and have a discussion about your golden lines until we all come back together, until we've all had uh, our chance to add to the Padlet. I'm gonna leave these instructions for you if they're helpful. If you have individual questions about what you're doing, just flag me down. I'm going to be cycling around to help folks out. So I'll put three minutes on the clock. And I'll come back to you at that point. All right, everyone. Sorry to put the brakes on the conversation, but I want to try something out. I'd love if you would read the article yourself and contribute to the processing conversation. So here's how... I think you can do it. This is how I propose you do it. You can modify as you see fit because you are all self-directed learners. So in a moment, you're going to pause this podcast. I'll tell you when. If you're driving right now, make sure that you park your car before doing any of these other steps. So you're going to open up a browser and put in the URL bit.ly slash 
P-O-D-I-N-C-L-A-S-S. That's bit.ly slash class. And that's going to take you to the article we engaged with during this session. Note your own golden lines and share them on your favorite social media platform. Include the link to the article in your tweet or your post so others can read. And if you can, throw in the Campfire Q hashtag. That's hashtag C-A-M-P-F-I-R-E and then the letter Q. Throw that in there or you can tag Aaron and I. Um, We'd love to engage with you, but really... The important thing here is sharing out what resonates with you from the reading to your own PLN. Then start playing the episode again and you'll be able to pick up and listen in on some of the takeaways from the folks in the session. All right, go ahead and pause. I love using golden lines because it it allows us to like zero in on certain passages of the reading and um, like anchor anchor ourselves to the text so that we can have that conversation together. Can I get two hands, two volunteers to like read? <laughs> Um, read their golden line and then share a little bit about why why they picked it. And we'll start our conversation that way. I got one. Can I get a second? And I got two in the back. So let's start with one. Um, so I said, many vocabulary learning studies seem to confirm that having both written and oral form of word facilitates learning. Um, and this made me just think a lot about what we've been doing in my master's class, which um, for references in the TESOL program for, for ELs. And a lot of times for ELs, they're so focused on the word structures and breaking them down that even if they're reading aloud to the class, they're not comprehending anything that they're really saying. They're just focusing on the pronunciation rather than what's there. And so this just kind of made me think about that that need for extended exposure and other ways to communicate um, the reading to the students aside from the, the normal sit and get kind of. So that line in particular really connects with um, some of the initiatives that you've been going through with your, your EL learners, um, and maybe you see an opportunity there. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. Uh, two. Uh, a non-threatening reading environment in which to embark upon, confirm, practice, and enjoy one's developing reading skills. Um, I feel like it is threatening for some kids, especially our bilingual kids that may not have a solid grasp of, grasp of English. Um, never thought of it until we had a 15 and 19 year old move in to our home and they use all the time on the TV and I realize like I catch more now and they explain they don't feel like the pressure of reading when they have the subtitles they can kind of get a double whammy listening and seeing awesome really like zeroing in on that uh, would you call it alternative support or just additional supports additional. yeah additional supports awesome thanks for sharing any, anyone else uh, after hearing those golden lines and, and kind of the process of the field anyone else have uh, a golden line to share that they feel it's important for the group to hear. 
Before we transition away from this, I, uh, I just want to talk a little bit more about the article. If you, if you only had about like halfway through, definitely bookmark it and read it later if you found the first half interesting. And especially like the comments. Comments can be good and comments can be like the, the scum of the earth, right? Depending on <laughs> uh, what, uh, what the topic of the article is. Comments are really good here. There's a lot of people making like citations. Uh, and, and linking out to additional resources. So I do encourage you to check out the comments as well. Definitely an article that I consumed over several sittings. So I feel like three minutes is a good starter and hopefully uh, whet your appetite a little bit. So Jeff, one of my favorite kind of like takeaways, golden takeaways to play on your golden lines, if you will, was the teacher who was talking about using podcasts, but then also like the transcripts as a way to support um, students who are like English language learners or ESL students. That was something that I'd never, ever thought about in terms of, of using podcasts to support learning. So that was a really cool takeaway to hear from that session. Yeah, it was I I really appreciated the uh the thoughtfulness of the takeaways and and for those of you listening the padlet has a ton more than even those two that were shared. Um the ELA part of it was was really interesting to me. Do you feel like you personally would be able to have like application with the transcript or the the show notes in that that capacity? So I was thinking about that afterwards, right? And I'm thinking about my daughter who's six and is learning to read and the podcast Story Pirates. Have you heard of Story Pirates yet? No, that's coming my way. So yeah, yeah, it's coming your way. I haven't listened to it yet. So I feel like this is not a for sure thing, but um, Emily and Jamie, who are coworkers of ours, have both suggested Story Pirates as this really cool podcast where they take stories that kids send in you can submit stories and then they craft this podcast out of them but i'm wondering like wouldn't it be oh, cool, cool in addition to listening to it if there was something that um you know like provided kind of a transcript but in a way that would be more appropriate for a six-year-old right not just in a, a type word document um but something like that to help support readers in that way too and i think the same is probably true of, um, you know, other young readers or students who are learning English and and being able to hear and see would be so helpful. So story pirates, we need transcripts in a cool format. Ready, go. <laughs> There's a lot of language potential with with podcasts with the story aspect of it. All the the hidden potential in there, right? Like. And, and the layering that you can do with with kids being able to to listen and then read and then maybe listen and read at the same time uh, and then maybe create a podcast in response to it, right? That would be so cool. Yeah. Hello there. Today we want to talk to you about asking questions because asking questions is a good way to find out about things like uh, like cookies. Yeah. Observe. One of my favorite aspects of facilitating learning with teachers is the opportunity to let teachers read something or watch something individually and then 
work together in small groups and then eventually like 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 have this moment that you heard in the segment uh where where teachers have been able to think in a lot of different ways about something and and they're able to, for the first time to communicate a little bit about how they might attach it to their practice right that's it it's uh it it's so fun to be able to put teachers in in a situation in like a 50 minute session where there's not a lot of time to be profound, but when you're able to layer things together and it, it gives them just enough thinking time in, in multiple ways to where you can get to the level that, you know, these, these two folks sharing, um, it, it's quite profound for the limited amount of time. I mean, they had 15 minutes to, to kind of talk about that. Right. Um, so that's a, that's a huge buildup. I was just curious, like, when you're facilitating learning with teachers, what what do you enjoy the most that you're just like, yeah, that's that's why I'm into this. This is why I do what I do. I think for me, it's um, when teachers collaborate is always amazing because I think that's something that there's never enough time for during the school day, even before and after. It's like you have these little um, kind of like passing in the hallways, sharing something really quick, but there's never enough time. But then I also think it's when they share something that um, it's just something they do every day. And, you know, it's like that, um, is it Derek Silvers who has the why share video that we like to a lot of times share before we ask yeah. teachers to share. I think that there are so many teachers that are doing amazing things in their classrooms. I think we don't always hear about them enough. Um, but I love it when they share and then another teacher, you know, can take that and kind of spin it and remix it and utilize that within their practice too. But I just think it all starts through collaboration. So providing time for teachers to connect and share what they're doing and then take what, you know, what they've learned and, and make it that much better. That is, is my favorite. That's a really cool aspect of it. Just teachers being able to, to share and, and work together. Do you have any like particular uh, anecdotes that highlight that? Well, yeah. So like we're, we're doing this kind of year long program this year, right? With a group of teachers who are located um, around the state of Michigan. And so obviously it's pretty heavily facilitated online. Um, but it's still cool that when we have video conferences or through discussion boards that they're able to go, wow, I never thought about doing that in, um, a secondary classroom, right? That's something that I've, I've, I do in an elementary classroom. So I'm really glad to hear that you're doing it, or I've never thought of doing something that way. And so it's really connecting these teachers who otherwise probably would have never collaborated with each other. Um, and, and just giving them new ideas like, choice board. So there's a third grade teacher from Cadillac. We'll give Carrie a little shout out because she does amazing things in our classroom. And she shared with our whole group, these choice boards where students have the choice of how they demonstrate their learning. And other teachers were able to just take that and run with it and put their own spin on it. But so I think it's, it's so empowering when other teachers you know, find value in something that you've created too. You know, it's not necessarily this hypothetical collaboration. The The example that you were throwing out is this teacher wants to do something or this teacher is looking for strategies right. to do X, right? 
and you've been able to create and foster a community where other educators are eager to help flesh out what that looks like or offer remix suggestions and maybe even remix it themselves like uh, because uh, because that would work with their students right? yeah and i think you know i think that's representative of how most if not all teachers are right they're willing to share to make everybody's practice better because at the end of the day it's the students that are benefiting from that right absolutely so that's that's that i uh a couple a couple of things um i i think we're going to mccall this year you think or i think yeah. I, mean, I, yeah. I kind of know we are so i've seen i've seen some emails about it you should probably be I there might need to start <laughs> we wanted to let you guys know that we're going to be facilitating version 2.0 of this podcast session that you heard in this podcast at mccall mccall's on march 8th and march 9th and our podcast session is going to be Thursday at four. Yeah. So stick around on Thursday. I know, right? Can uh, you make it? I think it's called No More Dead Air, right? Like No More Dead Air, podcasting in the classroom. Yeah. So if you're looking for it, that's where you can find us. Aaron and I are facilitating a lot of different sessions. So you can look us up if you want to come by, just say hi. And I won't give too much away, but I'm planning on running through the halls and, and, uh, uh, capturing some video with some people. Um, so if you're, if you're there and you want to get on camera, um, I might just do that with you. That was a very elusive description of what you're going to be doing. Yes. We're going to be doing, I'm going to be running around the hallways doing stuff. So if you want to run around the hallways and do stuff with me, find me, uh, I'd appreciate it. We'll have fun. Always, always. Yeah. And our other sessions too, um, just to kind of give a, a quick little shout out. We're going to have some teachers that we've been working with lately come in and share things from their classrooms, kind of like, you know, what is it actually like within the classroom? Um, so we're excited to share their perspectives with you. And we know that you're going to love them because they are just genuinely wonderful teachers who are doing great things in their classroom. Some of the teachers are uh, from the experience that you were telling telling us about in Camp Park you, right? Yeah, so. they're, they're our learn blend leaders. So yeah. we're making them lead now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Put, put them to work. Uh, no, it'll be great. But let's, uh, let's put a bow on this. Um, remember to check out the show notes for more information. Uh, like uh, I got, Tons of links. Yeah, tons of links this time. Yes. And we'd love if you would subscribe, possibly even leave a review for us on iTunes. Subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast, probably where you're listening right now. Perfect. All right. Hopefully we'll see some of you at my call. <laughs> <laughs>